Welcome back into Local News Live. My name is Camila Rueda. 15,000 nurses in Minnesota went on a three-day strike. It was the largest strike of private sector nurses in U.S. history. And Mary Turner, president of Minnesota Nurses Association, is joining us here today. Mary, were you there all three days? I was. That's why today I'm finally recovering. <laughs> okay, you're taking a break. I bet it was a very busy three days. Yes, it was. I managed to get to all the hospitals. I couldn't get up to Duluth. But I, I, I managed to get to all 11 hospitals down here. There's uh, three, two to three other hospitals up in Duluth that were also on strike. So, Mary, tell me a little bit about the strike and what you guys were striking for. So our contract in the metro, and that was 11 hospitals down here, that was ended June 1st. Uh, we usually start negotiations in March. Duluth, their contract ended June 30th and they usually start in April. Anyway, uh, week after week went by. Our main concerns are the staffing and uh, workplace violence, uh, pandemic preparedness, all of these issues the employer was not interested in addressing. They wanted right from the start just to do wages only. The reality is, is that there is a study out of Illinois University just recently that said 51% of the nurses across the nation will leave the bedside as of next year. And I am seeing this in, in, in real time. For instance, I've worked, uh, I work on a COVID ICU nurse at a level one trauma here in Minneapolis. And since, since the beginning of the pandemic, and about two and a half years out from the pandemic, I've seen over 40% of our nurses leave our floor. Nurses are leaving the bedside because of working conditions. And this is what we wanna to try to solve. That is a huge percentage. And the amount of nurses that were involved in the strike really shows why they're so passionate. So why do you think that so many of them felt the need to be involved? It's because, you know, week after week, they had hope that we would come to terms, you know, be able to pass proposals. And week after week, we heard no. We heard not interested. Healthcare system after healthcare system. And they just, what it has come down to is, you know, I said, if it was just about money, they would have never spent all the money that they spent on the replacement nurses. We have found out that it is about control. And that is much harder to fight against. And the reason I say that is we wanted, we want some guaranteed language that we will have a say in our contract over our staffing. And they have said, quote unquote, we will never allow the nurses to have any control over the staffing. In my mind, this takes away our right under our Minnesota Nurse Practice Act to do the job that we are legally bound to do, and that is to advocate for our patient safety. So like you mentioned, you don't think this is about money. Hospitals had to you know, cope and continue to function without all of you guys. So how did they do that? Well, I haven't actually been back in the hospital since the strike ended. Heard stories. Um, I don't really have any um, eyewitness kind of uh, details, uh, but I, I understand that a lot of hospitals did what we call crisis charting. 
Um, some of our aides, our nursing assistants could tell stories, et cetera, but I don't have anything definite that I could tell you. I just know that our nurses were glad to be back to the bedside. We look forward to all of us have dates set up now this coming week to get back to the bargaining table, where I hope the reception to our proposals is, is met with a better attitude. Um, yeah, that's... It, it, because we we have to. I, I likened it on the strike line that we're uh, we're we're in a war, and the reason we're in a war is because we're fighting for our very profession. The fact that fifty one percent of us could leave the bedside across the nation next year—that's half of us gone, guys. That's a public health crisis. It, it really is. I don't know what hospitals would do. And do you think that COVID has any effect in any sort of way? COVID just brought out, I, I'm sure you've heard this say before, COVID has brought out all of the problems that were kind of hidden. And But the thing about COVID is that nurses, after diligently, and we didn't leave our post for two and a half years, but after two and a half years of the conditions that we worked under, which was doing mo way more with way less, um, they finally said, you know, we're gonna find a different line of work. And that is just heartbreaking every time I hear that. Now, Mary, something that I saw every single day of this strike were nurses holding up signs that said patience over profits. What does that mean? And how do these conditions that you're talking about affect the patients? The reason we say that is it, when we say we're working more with less, we mean like, okay, I'll take for instance in the ICU where best practice, according to acuity, is no more than one to two patients. We have hospitals now that it is the norm for a nurse to take care of three and potentially four patients. This has a direct effect on the ability of the nurse to give each and every one of those patients the proper care they're supposed to get. This is what we mean by patients over, or profits over patients. If they can get a nurse, to take care of just one or two more people, that's less staff that they have to have. You know, that's kind of how it works because um, we're we're just part of the room charge. Okay, the so nurse. that's that's part of the goal. Tell me what else, you know, and one nurse taking care of one to two people, um, what else, what else do you want to see happen right now? Yeah, and that's in the intensive care. On a med surge floor, you could see now they used to take care of four and five, they're wanting to uh, move that up to six to eight patients, okay? So they wanna increase our patient load, give more patients to uh, one nurse. Uh, the other thing is the workplace violence. And since the pandemic, that has skyrocketed. It has always been that we're 12 times greater chance of being violently hurt at work than any other profession, but it has skyrocketed. And especially as um, mental health issues grow, our nurses and I have been on the line and it just brings me to tears to hear about the violent conditions that our nurses will work under. And it's can you explain a little bit more about workplace violence for nurses? What does that entail? What, what are nurses experiencing? Um, being hit, kicked, bit, spit at, uh, verbally abuses for sure, sexually abused, uh, you, you, um, some, uh, many have, uh, uh, you know, had to end their career because of maybe a traumatic head injury. Um, we've had, 
in the 10, 12 years that I've been on the front lines like this, uh, I've heard about broken broken heads, broken wrists, broken uh, broken uh, broken ribs. Bro you know, these are some of the more traumatic, but these are all very real things that are happening to our nurses at the bedside. Mary, uh, to be honest with you, I'd never heard of nurses experiencing any of this. So this is a conversation that we need to have because a lot of people, I think, don't know that this is happening in the no. hospitals. No. So no, they don't. After this huge, huge strike, are we seeing hospitals starting to have these conversations and wanting to make the changes? You know, here in Minnesota, we passed a workplace violence law in 2015 after that St. John's incident uh, that was on national news uh, where a patient came after the nurses with a, a metal bar and uh, and gave one, one nurse cracked ribs, another person a cracked head, et cetera. So then we, so it was at that time in 2015 that the hospital started to have to address workplace violence. But we need them to go a lot farther than they're going. You know, we've got hospitals that are, acting, are asking for something so simple as panic buttons. For some of our hospitals that have a, have a higher uh, level of um, mental health patients, they want things like panic buttons. Uh, and something so simple as that is it costs too much. Now, Mary, what what would happen if hospitals don't take these actions that you guys are asking for? Would the Minnesota Nurses Association consider going on strike once again? That I, the most I can say about that is that we will get back to the table, but that we are in constant um, meetings as to strategy and what to do next. I will say though that having three days where we had the nurses all on the sidewalk we, where we could be teaching them and talk to, talking to them, the solidarity is like through the roof. It was in that sense, it was a valuable um, action that we took. I mean, way better than trying to round while the nurses are working or having nurse meetings. Um, I, I can honestly say all 15,000 nurses are on board. And now, you know, 15,000 nurses from many, many different hospitals across Minnesota took part in this. But do you think that this is a bigger issue, a nationwide issue? Definitely. Definitely. I'm hearing, about, you know, University of uh, Wisconsin-Madison, they were about to go on strike, but then, uh, you know, they didn't have to. They were going to go on the uh, three-day strike the day after we started ours, and they didn't have to. And we're hearing about uh, nurses, uh, unions, and groups of nurses uh, going on strike all over the country because we all have the same problems. We all have the same issues. And we have even had support internationally because it doesn't matter what country you go to. We all have the same issue. Okay, so Minnesota Nurses Association, not just speaking for Minnesota nurses, but for many nurses across the nation experiencing the same things. Mary, when can we expect to hear something from hospitals or um, hear what's going to happen in the area? Right. I, I would say we need to give it a, you know, a week or two here to get back to the table. I, I've even told, um, you know, I even think that we'll be able to hear the tone this coming week to see if it made any difference. Um, and so I would imagine if it, if it does, that's great. Then we just keep working towards a, a resolution. Um, 
if we don't hear a change in the tone, then that's gonna involve something else. All right, Mary. Well, it was the largest strike of private sector nurses in U.S. history. 15,000 nurses involved, all of them had a reason. Mary, thank you for joining us, the president of Minnesota Nurses Association.